Hey there, my name is Molly Finch, and I am so blessed you're here. Join me as I explore being a Christian in the world of entrepreneurship and helping business owners like you and me build successful online businesses that allow us to share our God-given gifts with others. Whether you're just starting out or you're looking to take your online business to the next level, I hope this podcast will provide you with the inspiration and guidance you need to succeed. So let's get started on this journey of building and growing our online businesses and sharing our gifts with the world. Welcome back to another episode of the Loretto House Creative Podcast. I am so honored and blessed that you are here. It is a beautiful day in February over in Louisiana, and I'm just honored, blessed, you know, just thinking about the goodness of God. Um, My husband and I actually just celebrated our two-year anniversary of being married, and holy cow, I mean, they really don't lie when they say that time goes by really fast. I mean, just cannot believe it's already been two years. So on our actual anniversary, John plays for our local parish. So he played for 1030 Mass as well as 630 Mass. And it was just really beautiful to just like be a part of our community on the day of our anniversary. Whereas like the day before, we really spent it together and we had a nice dinner. And y'all, God is so good and and just in mysterious ways, but also like in totally bold, right in your face ways. (laughs) So at dinner, we, um, you know, we had, so I'm a big budgeter and uh, side note, John and I um, are actually going in, you know, going down the process of building a house. And I have been very much a stickler for budgeting. And so we had the, you know, we set aside money to go out to eat and to really treat ourselves because we, given that our our anniversary falls near Valentine's Day, we kind of lump them in together. And this year, instead of gifts, we're going to uh, Andrea Bocelli concert, which we're so excited about. So anyway, we budgeted for this nice dinner and we get to the restaurant. You know, we're just like, that's, that's what we did. And we actually had someone pay for our meal and holy cow, you know, just like, you know, I'm over here stressing always. Um, and, you know, definitely a call for me to relax and lean into God's goodness. And uh, we had our, our meal paid for. So, you know, if you're hearing this, um, just believe that God is there and he can show up in mysterious, quiet ways, but he can also show up in those like in your face stop stressing look at look at what your life is and people are good and your meal just got paid for so um anyway we just celebrated like I said our two-year anniversary and it was just such a lovely beautiful peaceful weekend of just like intentional time but really disconnecting and I just like I can't stress it enough how important it is to disconnect from our work and disconnect from you know, thinking, I think like that's my biggest thing is, is the thinking element. Like I need to take a step back because during the week, my brain is going from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to sleep. And it's really important for me to take some mental, um, just an ability to just take a step back and mentally relax my brain. So anyway, that was our weekend. And I hope and pray that all of you had an amazing weekend and, Today, I am so excited about this, what we're going to talk about. So um, as I did last week, I'm going to go ahead and read through the gospel for today and just kind of reflect on what I feel like the Lord's putting on my heart. 
Um, as well as, so, you know, from the gospel, we will then chat about a business, something that's just been on my mind, on my heart, and I'm really excited about today because I actually was not planning to talk about what I'm going to talk about, but it's funny how you kind of like think about, wait, this is actually what is kind of in the forefront of my mind versus this other thing that I thought I was going to talk about. So anyway, I'm super excited about that. But before we dive into the business stuff, let us dedicate this time to our Lord and just to take a moment to read the gospel, which will be Mark chapter 7, verses 24 through 30. The gospel according to Mark chapter 7, verses 24 through 30. Jesus went to the district of Tyre. He entered a house and wanted no one to know about it, but he could not escape notice. Soon a woman whose daughter had an unclean spirit heard about him. She came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek, a Syrophoenician by birth, and she begged him to drive the demon out of her daughter. He said to her, let the children be fed first, for it is not right to take the food of the children and throw it to the dogs. She replied and said to him, Lord, even the dogs under the table eat the children's scraps. Then he said to her, For saying this, you may go. The demon has gone out of your daughter. When the woman went home, she found the child lying in bed, and the demon was gone. You know, I um, I had to read this. Before, because I looked at that word Syrophoenician, I'm not sure if I pronounced that correctly, but it's funny how, I mean, we've all heard this story many times, um, and I do not remember ever hearing that word. So you learn something new every day. Um, Yeah, like, I think there's a couple things that stand out to me is the Lord going to the district of Tyre and entering a house and didn't want anyone to know about it, you know, really reminding us about the beauty of solitude and the beauty and the necessity for taking some time. And I and I don't know if it's necessarily for yourself, because I think in today's society and today's culture, there is so much emphasis on self-care and which is all very important, but I think the purpose of self-care is to fill yourself up to then give again. Um, I think, you know, our world is so self-focused that self-care can be lumped into that without us even knowing it. And, you know, the gospel a couple weeks ago was about the Beatitudes and really pouring yourself out for others. Um, So this idea of Jesus taking a moment, I think it's not necessarily, you know, for himself, but it's for his soul to rest and re-nourish itself, especially in the spirit, um, and to listen to the spirit and to listen to God's promptings versus taking time for himself. Um, I think that time was for himself to hear the spirit. Um, and so, you know, let that be a calling to all of us to recognize the importance of taking time for ourselves, but with the intent of filling up to then pour out again, because that's what we're on this earth to do is to serve others, to be there for others. But we also need to not give from an empty cup and we need to fill ourselves up with the spirit and God's will and God's promptings. So anyway, that, you know, with the Lord going to do that, 
it's just really a reminder for us. But then he then it said, but he could not escape notice. So, you know, his intentions were to to take that time. But, you know, it says it, it almost just says it plainly. He could not escape notice, not that he grumbled about it or not that he was frustrated or aggravated, but just that that's how it happened. And it just kind of the story just progresses from there. Um, the other note that, you know, the the big the big takeaway is that idea of this woman begging the Lord and and really falling at his feet and and not, you know, using her body, using her whole self to bring her big intention to the Lord and to to ask him for this grace. Um I mean, how often do we really take the time to put our whole heart and mind into what we're asking of the Lord. I think like I I know for me like I have this list of just constant things that I ask for and and for graces in certain areas and certain situations, but do I really like throw myself at the feet of Jesus? Do I really fully mind, heart, soul, body, everything fully believe that no, this one thing or these many things the Lord sees and he is going to help. I think I definitely lean on the side of, yes, Lord, I know in your timing here, you're going to take care of all these things, but do I pray boldly about it? And I can't say that I do. However, I want to learn how to do that better. So, you know, let this be like a wake up call for all of us to hear this woman and, and to remember that just how she asked the Lord for help. Are you ready to take your faith and your business to the next level? Do you want to focus your time, create space for God in your daily routine, and follow his promptings more effectively? If so, then you need the Catholic Business Owner's Daily Companion. This reusable daily to-do list is specifically designed for busy Catholic entrepreneurs looking to grow their businesses and nurture their faith without feeling overwhelmed. With the Catholic Business Owner's Daily Companion, you'll be able to focus your time and energy on the most important tasks, create space for God in your daily routine, follow His promptings, and make decisions aligned with your core beliefs and values, and actually complete the tasks you set out to do each week. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your faith and your business to the next level. Click the link in the show notes to join our waiting list and to be the first to know when the Catholic Business Owner's Daily Companion becomes available. I can't wait to see what you'll accomplish with the help of the Catholic Business Owner's Daily Companion. Now back to the show. That she did not even falter with the Lord's response to her. That that she came back to him with, Lord, even the dogs under the table eat the children's scraps. Like, how bold to reply to the Lord. So let's take note of how the woman discussed her matters with the Lord and and really came to him and was persistent. Let's let's take that today and and think about those areas that maybe we haven't been super persistent with with the Lord or just like maybe kind of re- resolved ourselves, resigned ourselves to this normal that we're experiencing and and to recognize that the Lord can and will do something about it. He sees you, he sees you're struggling and and he will do something about it. So um, let's just bring that into today and and really trust in the Lord and, and be like the woman in the gospel that 
didn't give up and, and actually didn't falter when the Lord responded to her and she was persistent and she brought everything to him and was trusting that the Lord could do all these amazing things. So thank you, Lord Jesus, for this gospel. And then we just pray that um, you bless us, you nourish us, and um, that you keep us on the right path. In your name we pray. Amen. So, yes, today I am so excited because originally, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, I was not planning to talk about this, but um, I was originally planning to kind of take um, another step in the consistency conversation that we had last week. So if you didn't get a chance to listen to it, that is last week's podcast and it's all about consistency. And I think like that's such a buzzword in the business world, but I really talked about some tactical ways to implement that into your business's daily life and consistency from the perspective of like marketing efforts. So, but today I wanna take like a kind of quick little chat through SEO and what I have recently learned about it because I think we hear SEO, so search engine optimization, and that is organic, an organic focus on your website and everything that you're producing, not ad spend or ad pay. So think about this. There are There's so much that you can do without having to spend a dime on your website that can help it rank on Google with, like I said, without having to spend a dime. I mean, if if you know this, then oh, let's let's focus on it, right? However, SEO is kind of a monster. There's a lot of different facets with it. And today, I just wanted to go over a couple things that I've actually just learned um, about some easy tips to SEO optimize your website, which I know that that is search engine optimization optimize is what I literally just said. But it's true. I think there's some ways that we can easily implement SEO into our website without having to feel overwhelmed or frustrated or wondering, okay, am I doing all the SEO stuff? Just take little pieces and parts to feel more confident about your SEO efforts. And then once you feel good about it, then you can implement more things. So a couple of Takeaways, y'all, this is like my mind was blown when I was learning and listening to this training about it is that, you know, in blogs, we say, check out this link here. And then the word here is the word that is linked. And we do know um, that linking out, whether it's out to another website or to another source inside your website, that's really good for optimization. Um, Google loves that and it just beefs up your website. Well, what I learned is that don't link the word here, link the keyword of what you're talking about. So check out this resource about whatever the name of the resource is and then link that versus check out the resource here and linking the word here. So that is an easy way to boost your SEO without having to overthink it. So Again, link the, whatever the link is, link the actual name versus saying go here and then linking the word here. So that's tip number one. Tip number two is there are meta titles and meta descriptions of everything on your website. So just for clarity's sake, the meta description and the meta title is what 
Google sees. So it's not, it can be the same as your page title on your website and whatever your page is about. What'll happen is, is that your website's going to just automatically pull a meta title and a meta description. But I would suggest that you don't let it pull it automatically. Go into each page and take the time to craft a meta title that makes sense to what your page is about and use keywords that you know your audience would find interesting as well as in the meta description, have different call to actions. So the CTAs, click here, read here, read more, have that listed in the meta description. Google really, really likes that. So that's tip number two. And then tip number three, what is super, (laughs) this was like mind blowing. Um, When you are in your website, you know how they have different um, header font sizes, H1, which was like header one, header two, and then you have like paragraph. Well, that is all actually important to take notice of because the H1 is the title that Google will latch onto. So any page that you're working on, it needs to only have one H1 font because that is the what what Google cares about. So it's really confusing to Google if you have multiple H1 fonts. So tell yourself, I just need to have one H1 font at the top to really describe the page with the keywords of what my audience cares about. And then you can have a cascading effect where you have within different pieces of that page where you have an H2, H3 paragraph and then another section, H2, H3 paragraph. So you have like three different bullets on your page, but don't ever use the H1 heading multiple times. Only keep that to the top of your page. That fully explains what the page is about. The last tip is the idea that, and this is something that kind of blew my mind, is blog posts. It is better, Google likes it better when it is a long blog post between 1,000 and 10,000 words versus breaking up that blog post into different pieces and parts. So this blew my mind because I was thinking, oh, you know, let's break them up into smaller bite-sized pieces and have it in multiple different blogs. No, Google would rather you have one long blog. And what you can do is have the blog in one, like one blog and have a list at the top of your blog with the different titles of each section and have those titles linked to the spot in the blog where that content starts. So whenever you're talking about this blog or anything referring to this blog on social media, let's say, you can link the exact spot of the blog, but it's all, everything's always linking to one blog versus linking to a million different blogs, but it's in one blog, but the blog itself has different linked headers So go back to that H1, H2, those different headers would be H2 font. And that's what you link to in order to keep your blog in a length that Google likes. So that longer blog style versus pieces and parts. So again, that's four different SEO tips that I hope um, make maybe make some sense of SEO and it's something easily that you can implement 
go back and listen to this episode to really, you know, write down these different tips because I promise you it's it's not super when I was listening to it it's like as soon as I start making it like second nature then it's not going to be this big deal to to have to do it it's just kind of me for me actually right now it's going back into my website and editing all the pages but moving forward I'm going to be more aware of it and it's going to become second nature. So these are just, like I said, a couple of tips to help your website show up on Google for your target audience and without having to spend ad money. This is a easy, free way to get Google to notice your site um, without having to spend money. So I, you know, I think this week I challenge you to take a second if you have a website to really think through these different pieces and parts that I spoke about today and hopefully, you know, feel confident in implementing some really strong SEO elements into your website so that you can feel even more confident to continue to beef up your SEO analysis and implementation onto your website. So anyway, I hope and pray you have an amazing, amazing week and we will talk next week. God bless. Hey there, thanks for the listen. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a friend. To stay up to date on the latest LHC podcasts, make sure to join our mailing list with the link in the show notes and to give us a follow on social at Loretto House Creative. Thanks again for stopping by and God bless.